0: Welcome to the Hey John Show. This is episode two, folks. We got a lot to talk about, so let's get into our conversation. The show is about us black men and how can we help our community, our family, and society as a whole. So let's get into the show, folks. Man, it is hot out in these streets. I'm telling you, man, it's hot. There are a lot of things going on right now. Um, black folks are on edge. And, <laughs> you know, when you look at things, it's like, wow. Like, things are really, really, really hot right now. And so, you know, the, the purpose of the show is, again, about us as us that are black men here and our what what we should be doing in our communities for our families and in society as a whole. And I know I really want to get into digging and breaking down and getting really deep into this subject. But I want to take the time in this episode to kind of talk about what's really going on. Because like in the words of Dave Chappelle, we got to say something. So, looking at the landscape right now, um, America right now is like on fire. And when I say it's on fire, we are divided. There's a clear line where there, well, (laughs) to take it back a little bit, we're divided in so many different ways. We have the Black Lives Matter movement. We have the All Lives Matters movement. And then we have the Blue Lives Matters movement, all clashing all at once. And, you know, it seems like every other week you're hearing about another unarmed black person being killed. And then you hear cases about, you know, young white males being shocked by tasers and chasing officers. And hitting officers' cars, and they're getting arrested. Or even in Spaulding County, um, about a week ago, there was a <laughs> there was a shootout with an assailant, and the assailant, you know, ended up <laughs> being arrested. Or taking it back even a couple of years, you have a young white male who goes to a church praise with eight people murders murders them all and is actually arrested and you know the the question always is well if he was black and that was a white church would he have made it out alive more than likely probably not people may say oh well color has nothing to do with it listen color has a lot to do with it okay um, so let's, let's dive in a little bit. Let's talk about it. So first thing I want to talk about is the police and, you know, I have my personal, you know, feelings about the police and, you know, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions about the police, but let's really talk about the police. All right. The, the goal of the police is to serve and protect. Serve. And protect. And what we're seeing all across the country in black communities is the police are serving. Let's not, you know, let's not say they're not. They are serving, but they're not protecting. They're not protecting the people that they swore to protect. And I get it. Being an officer is a hard job. But there are a lot of hard jobs that are out there. Being a firefighter is a hard job. Being a soldier, fighting for this country is a hard job. There are people that risk their lives every day. And so we can't we can't just sit there and excuse the behavior. We can't excuse the behavior. Because I'm pretty sure in other communities, the behavior that they're seeing that's happening in the black community, they wouldn't accept it. So why should black people accept the behavior that they're getting that has to change folks it has to change you know i have friends who i grew up with who i've known for years who are police officers and when i have conversations with them about you know like i ask question how would you handle the situation many of them in the conversations that i've had Don't mention shooting the individual. Many of them feel that using your gun is when there is an imminent threat. When you're in a situation where one of you is going to die. And you, the officer, are saying, it's not going to be me. And in some of these cases, we see the person running away from the police and getting killed. And then when I look at social media, there are people saying that was justified. And I'm asking my question, I'm saying, okay, regardless of what happened, the person is running away and you shoot them. They're not running towards you, so where is the threat? A lot of times people get get mum on that. They have no answer for that. And so, in looking at these issues, and looking at these cases, and things that that happen, you know, you have to ask yourself the question, how valuable is your life? Is your life valuable? Do they feel, do do these officers feel that your life is valuable? You got to ask yourself that question. So... Man, I'm telling you, man, we can go really, 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 really deep on this. And, you know, I kind of just just like even talking about it right now, it it, it sort of wears on you a little bit because, you know, you're seeing these cases day in, day out. New report here. Someone sends you a video here of this situation that doesn't have major, you know, major media coverage. And like it's like it's like an everyday occurrence. And the thing is, as a, as a as a black man, it wears on you. It wears on you to the point where you're like, man, I should just stay home. I'm safer in these four walls of my home than going to the grocery store. You know, it just wears on you. And so I kind of want to, you, know, you know, we'll maybe in a later episode, we'll dive deep into particular cases and things like that. Maybe we'll do that in a later episode. But the question that I ask that I want to ask my listeners is how do we fix it? And the thing is, we gotta fix it because there is a problem. There is a legitimate problem, and we need to fix it. Alright? Um, one of the most staggering numbers that I found um in doing research, and I am a very proponent I'm a big proponent in folks doing research. Um I did research on Police shootings with unarmed individuals as a whole, not only black, but as a whole. And one of the most staggering things i found is officers who go to trial are acquitted 99.5% of the time. Let that number sink in, folks. Officers who make it to trial are acquitted 99.5% of the time let that number sink in let that number sink in folks 99.5% of the time they're acquitted so we the united states have built a system of unaccountability for these shootings Because the police have the unions behind them. They have primetime lawyers. Prosecutors are like, well, if this guy was a civilian, we got a chance. But he's an officer. We don't have a chance on this ticket. Prosecutors know going in that no matter how they structure this, they're going to get off. Because... People feel that cops are superheroes. And you know some of them are. Some of them are. But When these things continue to happen. It stains. The group. It stains them all. And we got to fix it. I think one way we can fix the problem. Is stripping away. Some of the union protections. We have to do that. As start we have to strip away a lot of some of the Union protections that they have we have to put a level of accountability there has to be consequences because the consequences that we have now are not preventing these shootings from happening so being that they're not preventing them from happening things need to be a little bit more drastic to, to prevent these shootings from happening. Because it can't be. The argument can't be. I feared for my life. When in the video. We see the man running away from you. The, per- the person is running away from you. You're not afraid of your life. They're running away from you. Get up. Hop in the cop car. If it's two of you. One person stay back. The other hop in the cop car. Call for backup. Let's corner this person. And just arrest him. No need to shoot them. There's no need to shoot them. Shoot them for what? Especially if it's... a misdemeanor crime. You don't need to die. So, man, that that was heavy there, folks. I'm sorry, folks. That was heavy. But that's one way we could, again... Begin to fix the issue is stripping away some protections, put some things in place that are drastic, because I think with that. That'll begin to make these folks think say, "Whoa, I'm not going to have a police union to protect me anymore, or this is going to happen. Because of this. There needs to be a lot of retraining happening. There needs to be accountability on the police departments themselves especially officers that have complaints and have many of them or have been involved in severe things, they shouldn't be policing the streets. The complaint information should be accessible to the community. People should be able to go online and be able to pull. If they run into an officer, be able to pull and see if there are other complaints on the officer. This stuff needs to be available. Our tax dollars pay their salaries. Their records should be available for the community to to look into. All right, we're done with that. That was I'm telling you, man. It, it, it it's very heavy to think to. It's very heavy to discuss. And maybe in a later episode, we'll take portions of it and break it down. But I want to switch gears here and talk about something. More positive. And what I want to talk about more positive is what we as black men can do in our communities. I think it's time for us black men to talk to the younger generation and to talk to the younger generation in a way that we empower them to push further in the future. And what I mean by You know the young kids in your neighborhood, the young kids who don't have father figures, who don't have a father, you know, at the home. It's time for us as black men to volunteer and talk to our black boys about, you know, being an example, striving for greatness. These are the things that we need to do because one of the things that I find and I'm guilty of this is, you know, you grow up, you grow up in a bad neighborhood. You focus on a way to get out and then you find your way out and then you move out. But then you don't pour back into the community. I know a lot of us are guilty of that. We're guilty of finding a way to get out the ghetto becoming successful but then not going back and pulling some others out we're guilty of that and we gotta fix that alright so we fix that so the question is how do we fix that we fix that by volunteering volunteering at Boys and Girls Clubs um, when you, you you know talking to our young men um, We need to gather, we need to, like right now is a time where we need to gather our young men, our young boys, and talk to them about this life. Push them to have hopes and dreams. Because I think think what happens a lot of times is young kids in in neighborhoods, in, in, in poor neighborhoods, they don't see a way out. So because they don't see a way out, they turn to life of crime. And this life of crime gets them hemmed up by the police. So, so we got to find a way as black, as, as black men who are doing things in the community, who are successful. We got to find a way to pour back into the community and help our younger generation find a way out help our younger generation find a way to make it and you know we have to find a way to go back into our communities and help change the narrative we got to hold each other accountable that's one thing that we don't do we don't hold each other accountable and there's a way for us to hold each other accountable without tearing each other down we got to be able to have that conversation Like, hey, man, brother, you know what, man? Nah, man. Don't do that. Here's a better way to do that. Let's stop chastising each other. Let's find a way to communicate and talk to each other and say, hey, you know what? This community needs, you know, a mom and pop shop. Let's pour into the community and give some of these, some of these brothers a, a job. Those are the things that we got to do. We got to look out for us. We got to look out for self. We got to pour into our communities. We got to support our businesses. These are the things that we got to do to push forward and to move forward. We can't sit there and keep ask, and, and, and keep putting our hands out for help. We got to pick up our shoes. And figure this thing out. So that's all I wanted to say today. That's all I'm going to pour in to today's episode. There's a lot more that we could, you know, dive into. But uh, next week, I want to kind of get back on track on what this podcast is about. So, again, feel free to email me at heyjohn77 at gmail.com if you have a topic that you want discussed um, or any feedback on the show but again folks we can do this we can fix this we've been fixing things for generations we can do this folks to the next episode I'm John Exune, and thank you for listening To the Hey John Show. Peace.